Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey y'all, welcome back to Joan and the Savvy Podcaster, Episode 7, Editing, Part 1, Loading and Stitching. My name is Sailor Billings and I created the audio sitcom The Ark of Joan, but this next 10-part series is dedicated to creating and producing audio drama podcasts without the backing of a media conglomerate. Basically, it's for independent podcasters. The blog associated with this podcast is located at thearcofjoan.blogspot.com. That's ARC as in a rainbow, A-R-C, thearcofjoan.blogspot.com. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the first part of editing together a podcast, basically getting started in editing. In previous episodes, I mentioned the tutorials available online associated with learning the text of how to use audio editing software. But sometimes when you're starting out, you really don't even know enough to ask the right questions or where to search for knowledge. So instead of giving you step-by-step instructions or how to load files into your audio software, I want to give you a better overview of how these programs work and what to watch out for. And just as a reminder, I use Audacity editing software, and we are using as a reference example a pretend podcast Betty's Day Out, a 12-part series, 30-minute episodes that are recorded remotely. So first off, the WAV files that you will be editing are larger than MP3 files, like much larger, like 10 times that of a MP3, which, you know, can cause computers to crash and is why I use my Audacity. I run that off of my uh, giant external hard drive. So all of this is going to be done setting it up in the Audio Preferences drop-down menu. If you haven't done this already, you'll want to direct your program to your external hard drive and store all your libraries and directories in the external part so you don't use up all of your computer's memory while editing. You'll do all of this in the Preferences. So it's usually, like in Audacity, it's under the word Audacity in the top left-hand side. And that's where your preferences drop-down menu is. So in the, you'll see a lot of preferences in this. Like under the quality drop-down menu is the bit and kilohertz frequencies. 
So choose whatever suits you, but I always use the 16-bit at 44.1 kilohertz KHZ. Um, those are uh, the Apple iTunes default settings. At least they were while I was recording this, but you never know. Things change fast. But they've always worked for me, so use what you will. Once you got the audio software set up and the preferences, you are ready to start loading and editing. Just kidding. This is the hard part. Um, where the rubber meets the road. Any mistakes you've made in the pre-production, in the recording part of this, is going to be amplified tenfold in this next part. So you do have to be exacting in the stitching and the editing, but not so much that you close yourself off to some happy accidents. Um, this is where your second script, the editing script, where you have your spreadsheet comes in handy. So in the editing portion, you are going to be editing in the WAV files, which gives you the left and right signal. And then before you upload it into the host website, you'll convert it back to an MP3. Now, if the actors send you MP3 files, that's fine. Just convert it to WAV while you edit. And you can use the Audacity or iTunes for that, uh, transferring back and forth. Really, any sound editing software should be able to do this for you. Um, there are three things you need to do after you receive the actor's file. Save, listen, and edit. When the actor sends you their files with their, all their sides in them. And sides are, I should have said this before, but the sides are the portions of the script that the actors have their lines on. Um, I immediately download them onto an external hard drive and a thumb drive. Then I load them onto the audio editing software that's on the computer, and I just listen to them all the way through. Uh, the first listen is for any anomalies to the track, hissing, pop, mic pops, background noise, reverb, levels... My goal is to fix these little problems and get everyone on the same level, you know, frequency as if they were all in the same room. And to do that, I might run them through a noise reduction or I might mess with the EQs a little bit to isolate them further. And remember that five-second sample that you asked all the actors to record at the beginning of their sides? Now is the time that you'll use that. When you open the noise reduction filter in Audacity, it asks you for a few seconds of a noise profile. Um, that is the five-second sample the filter program is asking you for in Audacity. Just a real quick EQ overview here. Every once in a while, someone will accidentally bump their mic um, and not know that they've done it, like a giant thump to you. In whatever editing software you're using, you might want to highlight that thump and just, just that thump and then open the EQ board. On the left of the board should be the low end of the frequencies, about like 60 to 80-ish. Um, you want to lower that down till the bump is muted. Also, on the other end is the high frequencies, and you can dip any kind of weird whistles or pops that pop up. Uh, some actors need to be, you know, juiced a little bit. Think of it kind of like the audio equivalency to when the old-time movie Lens Gauzes that gave actors that ethereal look. In the EQ, one person might need the EQ 200 and 400 gently moved up to sounds right. Um, you can also really alter uh, people's voices with the EQ. I would totally recommend messing with that a little bit. Just sort of isolate their voice in one little section and move it up and down just to see what you've got. 
Um, generally, I wait till I've gotten and listened to everyone's sides, and whoever sends me like the flattest or deadest room tone, I match everyone else's room tone to that. If the scene is taking place outside or in a party scene, that doesn't really matter as much. Every room has its own tones, you know, carpeting, tile, wood, high ceilings, ceiling fans, windows, all of that get, makes up a room tone. So once you match everyone's room tone together, you'll have your baseline for everything else you want to add into the mix. All right, so you've got everything set up now, and you've messed with the EQs, and everyone sounds like they're in the same room. And this next part, you know, everyone has their own working methods, and you will develop your own, um, but you can do it in really two different ways. First of all, you could load the actor's sides into a separate editing program and just level all of them out so that they sound like they're in the same room, then load them into the main episode project. Or you can simply load them into the main episode project and do all of that in the same, same project. I load them into the main project, even though it would probably be easier to do it the first way. Um, and as a side note, when I'm setting up the uh, audio tracks in Audacity, I always load into the first few tracks, like the show music, the intro, and the next track is the crossfade into the room tone. That's where I add the characters' voices and the sound effects tracks. But, you know, do what makes sense for you, whatever helps to keep you organized. I do a second listen so I can hear the actors reacting to one another. Um, let's use, for example, a three-person scene. Okay, so the setup is this. Two people are in the room talking seriously about a recent crime. Uh, the third person walks in and says, hey, y'all, and the other two respond, hey. But the actors have given you three takes each in their sides. So the first actor says, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. So the other actors also give you three takes. Hey, hey, hey. I immediately know that I am not going to use the take that is the hey in it because I wouldn't. that wouldn't make sense. So I delete it. However, make double sure you don't want that take. I probably won't use that, hey, y'all, take either, but I'm going to hang on to it for right now because it sounds interesting or because I didn't write that character be, to be a suspect for the crime, but the way they said that line makes them kind of dodgy and the other actors don't react to it, you know, making it kind of sound like they suspect her. So you see, in a way, you are kind of rewriting the script with the actors reacting to one another. Um, and here's a trick. Use someone as an anchor for the scene. So if you have an actor who is just an absolute ringer, like every side they give you is just dead on and it's what the scene needed. And it's somebody who could, you know, react to a wall and give a great performance then take everyone's reaction lines to match that person's lines. And, or if you have someone who's just absolutely off the wall, like on the floor funny, with each line reading, make sure everyone's reaction line hits a different note. Um, that's another reason why I asked for three readings per side. Like, did you like that? Did you like that? Did you like that? So now that I've got everyone on a baseline... 
like they sound like they're in the same room, and now I've listened to everyone's sides, I now have a pretty good idea of how I want to proceed with the story. This is also where I build the room tones, uh, atmospheres, and ambiance. Uh, the room tones we've discussed, uh, the atmosphere is less tangible. So I have a room tone that I'm laying under the vocal tracks, but if there's a lighthearted moment in the dialogue, I will lift the ceiling and give it more breathing room. And that means in the mixing, after I've done stitching everything together, I will add a little bit of reverb to their vocal track. If there's a scene that's meant to be scary, I'll lower it down and deaden all the other sounds, making the listener's ears perk up to even like the slightest sound. Or I'll add a low droning hum before something bad happens, like not noticeable, just kind of um, as low as you can possibly go. So it's not obvious, you know. Uh Uh-oh, low drone, something bad's going to happen. You don't want that. The ambiance is the mood I want to set, and I use the scene change music to indicate a lot of times. Like, if at the end of one scene I have a character saying that they're going to go driving somewhere to the next scene, I will have the scene change music go a little bit longer, just like by a couple of beats. But if you are starting to ramp up the pace of what's happening, I will shorten the scene change music just to just a couple of beats. Um... So I take the music I want to use for the show and I cut that up into several beats, like an ambling scene change or uh, just a basic scene change or like a really quick scene change for when you're ramping up the pace. Then I start slicing and dicing everyone's lines. I'm not lining them up quite yet. I'm just taking each person's sides and cutting out the portion I want to use. And as I go along cutting, I move the track further to the right. Um, This takes forever, but you will get really fast at it. Um, I start in page increments to build each scene, like page one is done, you know. Um, Let's say I have page one, I have three people talking. I take those line reading sections and I line them up so I can make sure that they're all reacting to one another and it gives me a better picture of what is happening. And then I continue doing this for each page for the whole scene. So you remember that extra page that you did, the spreadsheet of the scripts? Um, The one with the list of everyone's sounds, like Katie's doorbell, uh, Laura's room tone. Those files, they've already cleaned up and are ready to load into the program. Pull that out, because this is where you're going to need it. I also start to load into the tracks the sound effects. You can load all of Kitty's doorbell sound effects into, if it gets rung three times, you can load them all into the same soundtrack, or you can put uh, a different track for each time you use that sound effect. I know in Audible, this happens. I'm not sure about other programs, but just be aware if you are using the same track with three separate Kitty doorbell effects, when you load each of them in, it will alter the placement of the sound on the track. Right, so you want to load the first one in at five five minutes two point zero seconds, and the next one happens at seven minutes four point four. It will alter where the five point two sound effect is on the track. <laughs> I know that sounds confusing, but it's just something to watch out for. It's something I didn't know happened, so I was listening to uh, a sound track, or I was listening to one of the episodes, and there was a doorbell in the middle of a scene. <laughs> That should not have had a doorbell in it. 
So I, I realized that. So you'll find all these little nuggets as you go, and you will alter how you work according to those. Um, so you have to work in a way that makes sense to you. So that's a general overview about how these programs work. So now you know how to load in everybody's sound effects. Um, now you know how to load in the atmospheres and the ambiance and everything. Now you do that for every page, scene by scene, till you're dead. I mean done. Sorry, done. After your first episode, you will have learned everything you need to learn, and the rest is gravy. But it is a steep learning curve. So that's it for now. Next week's episode will go through the elusive podcast mastering. And if you haven't been told yet, I hope you have a great rest of your day. This series was created by Billy Bat Productions using helpful resources from Audacity, freesound.org, freemusicarchive.org. And the music is from John Bartman at johnbartman.com or johnbartman.fma.org. For links to these sites and our blog, please see our show notes. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.